All right, so let's tell them about what we did on Wednesday, the first day, the pre-con, get it on. Right on. The con officially starts on Thursday, mm-hmm. but we are unofficial type of guys. Right on. We didn't have any games uh, scheduled to run Wednesday. We got there a little early hoping to help out if needed. We were requested by name. Oh, absolutely. They said, you know who can really lift things and do mindless tasks that they don't have to think about? Matt and Eddie. That's right. That's right. But, yeah, no, we were glad to do that. And, uh, you know. We We really didn't have to do much at all. There was a lot of volunteers and staff and stuff like that. Yeah, like John Lyles, it sounded like he would got there early and really jumped in there and helped. And you got Gary and Brian, all that bunch. So, no, they knocked that out of the park. Um, and so we got to just kind of hang out and say hey or whatever. But, you know, we, we helped set up a little bit. That's yeah. how there's a picture of us leaned on the this year's. Yeah, that's how we got the very first picture with it. Right on. You see what we did there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But, yeah, but that evening, like, we hung out, had drinks, and got to chit-chat a little bit. Yeah. It was a hangout day. Yeah. All right, you ready to go to Thursday? Let's do it. Thirsty Thursday? Thirsty Thursday. Right All right, on. what'd you do on Thursday? Thursday, I ran the Mall Mall, which is Reed Sanfilippo's American Wastelands, which uses the DCC system as the engine, and I got a really good reaction. I had a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun. That is that one's always a hit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I ran it. It's been, but it's been a few years. I had to kind of reread it. But back when, oh, I had that one down pat because I ran it so much. But it's just, it's a fun one to run. I love the American Wastelands. You know, good work, Reed. And players get, a, I get a good reaction from players with that. Yeah, and as I say, that one has the good GM and system synergy. Yeah. Yeah. Of the different modules to run and the people mm-hmm. to run them, yeah, you would be a number one candidate. Well, thank you, thank you. I, I mean, and I joke, but it's like there's no food in that one, so you know, haha. You have to add it in. You have to add it yourself. You have to add in the, the food references, you know. But anyway, and you ran. I ran the. There's this little known writer, who writes these really brilliant modules, but not many people know about him. Uh, some Matt Gullis, Gullis, Gullits, something like that. I, don't know. I heard he does this really dumb podcast too. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that too. But he wrote his Mansion of Madness, which turned into the Palace of Pandemonium, mm-hmm. which has turned into the Manor of Madness, which we're going to change again. We probably we're, will. We're going to workshop that a little bit more. Yeah, we need to find that sweet spot. But apparently, there's like a board game and another module and. You know, an amusement park. I mean, there's like all this stuff called Mansion of Madness. So we have to have something that's a rather large, uh, ostentatious building that has a crazy... Teagle Manor. Teagle Manor. I like it. We'll call it Teagle Manor. That's got a ring to it. You should use that. Did you just come up with that? But you have to get away with... You have to get away from the alliteration. That oh. is... That's cheap rookie crap. Right. You know, like the Lois Lane, Clark Kent, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You, yeah. No, don't do that. <laughs> skip skip that. You've got more class. You've got more talent than that. Well, I know. <laughs> but it was well-received. <laughs> Who did you have in your game? Any notables that we might, anybody that we might know? Um, not hobby, anybody from the hobby, per se, but, I mean, I had some Anybody really, from the long con? 
Faithful? crew faithful oh, yeah wow, sure I, you can't i can't run a game without the lilies in it <laughs> but i i kid though i love the lilies they are the sweetest best people good folks fun to game with um jason and his offspring uh gus and dominic i was hoping to see uh the 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 uh, karen karen you know the matriarch i was hammering but no because she's a lot of it turned out she's a lot of fun and you see where the kids get it but no um but no they were in the game and they had a lot of fun, I think. I had a lot of fun. But I had uh, Montana Cold Squires, a gentleman named Jay, had a fellow named Steve. Um, and then I had Moises, Moses Jacobo. And I think his friend Mark was in that one too. I know he was in my tournament game. But anyway, or maybe, maybe Mark wasn't in that one. But no, he wasn't. He was in Bill Bush. But yeah. Um, I'm not even going to try and name people on my table. No, I know, I know. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm astonished I could do that much. If I forgot anybody, I apologize. But I'm still, like I said, a little sleep deprived. But yeah, I had a really good time. I got good energy and feedback. That The Villa J, he came up to me at the con at least three or four times over the weekend going, oh, man, pig to pee. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, thanks, man. You know, but anyway. So uh, the Mansion of Madness, the Palace of Pandemonium, Mm -hmm. the Manse of Madness, Mm -hmm. that was very well received. People enjoyed it. It's, and that's another thing besides changing all the names, it's changed all the different systems. The Domain of Dementia. That's that's the worst. Write in, folks, and tell them how horrible that one was. Please do. Sound off, or I might just do that. And if you've got any fantastic names for that module. Yeah. Ooh, we might Put them in a, there. We might have a t-shirt or something if somebody was to do that. Wow, that would be awesome. That would be. Wow. So I was saying something, but I don't remember now. That's just how tired we are from NTRPG. My brilliance? I don't remember any of that. I am, me either. Okay, so there was this module. I ran it. It was well received. It is in 5th edition. Mm-hmm, currently. But I guess not. E- it's available in in 5e but it's also in been written in dcc or converted over and also to barbarians or black hack it was originally written for castles and crusades when you play it the very first time i didn't play that i have converted it since to fifth edition dcc and i recently converted into black hack okay and i ran it black hack at long con in spring and jason and the gang i'm guessing they liked it because they went out and bought black hack based off our play session but it's got a very old school feel to it, whatever system you're playing it in. Yeah. And it's more of the go slow, take your time, be careful, mm-hmm. which is probably in my wheelhouse of stuff to run. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely that guy. Why you're like, oh, I want to run this because it, it speaks to you. But if you're one of those like, I want to run from room to room, kicking in doors, it might not be your cup of tea. You might not live that long. Yeah, which warms my heart. But so... Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think I got to murder anybody in that one, sadly, and didn't, not even any of the characters died. So you're you're slipping up, friend. I think so. So I might I'm, have to concerned. might have to rate that one a little bit lower in oh, quality. Wow. Oh my! For writing, uh-huh. the GMing was excellent. If I could say, I had a lot of fantastic compliments. People carried me around the con on their shoulders. I remember seeing that. It, it was Didn't a little you, embarrassing. Did I see you holding a bottle of champagne and like a, a wreath of roses or something? Yeah, it was a little embarrassing, but I powered through it because that's what the people wanted. Duh. Who am I to deny them? I hear you. So definitely check that one out, and that's part of our secret projects file. Secret projects. So hopefully you'll get to see some of these yeah. fine, fine products soon, but highly recommended. Everyone enjoyed it. No one's ever said a bad thing about anything we've ever done. 
ever. At least not to our faces. I don't think we played anything on Thursday. Does that sound right? We did not. The only time we were set to play something was on Friday and Saturday. We played Friday morning, and we played Saturday midday. Well, and no, when was the Celebrity game? That's what I was just about to say. Was that Thursday? That must have been Thursday, no, that right? Was dirt. That's Thursday after the Celebrity dinner. Yeah, so... Or, yeah. I'm sorry, Celebrity, not Celebrity, Special Guest. That sounds kind of uh, uh, pretentious oh, yeah. to say. We yeah. were Special Guests, though. We were Special Guests. And we are Celebrities. Well, we are, but... I'm trying not to be bougie or whatever as the kids would say. We're very self-depreciating on all these podcasts, so this should be the one that we're very self-appreciating. Oh, my. Uh, This is a very congratulatory tone today. (laughs) We're taking a victory lap anyway, yeah. Well, I guess since we are talking about Thursday, we have to talk about our delicious special guest lunch. That was very thoughtful. Delicious. Where we sat with uh, Jason and Bad Mike and Ben Burns and... Jeffrey Talananian, yeah, pronunciation. I hope I'm not which is that's that. the astonishing swordsmen and Ash. sorcerers, yeah, astonishing sorcerers and swordsmen of Hyperborea, Ash, as some people will shorthand it, but uh, yeah, and I've always been intrigued by that game, and that's why I go to cons to play new stuff. I've never just it hasn't clicked, the stars haven't. He had some really great stories because he had worked know. with Gary he, Gygax he, on projects. Really, a lot of people have name dropped Gary Gygax that. Opened the walk. They rode in an elevator with him once in seven in the seventies. This guy actually worked him extensively near at the end, and so I mean he's that guy. He's not name dropping. He he really did work with him quite a bit, and he seems like a really neat guy. We we were we had a lot of fun at that table. Yeah, yeah, and that's where we get to hear some inside scoop. And at the con is also where we get to tell the. You can't put it on the podcast stories, just of our stories, too. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, I'll put it this way. Things were just getting to get juicy and interesting. And about that time, I was like, all right, pack it in. I was like, no, because we were really kind of like, we're in the inner circle now. We're hearing those stories that not just anybody gets to hear, you know. And, and it, oh, it was heartbreaking that we were getting the dirt, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, pack it in, everybody. I'm like, man. Yeah, and then we got to play in Doug's son's game his david yeah it's normally doug's uh, special guest game and we were just so flattered and honored to be involved in that we got to play with alan hammock and uh you know a number of other people um chris clark of course who who we never had a chance to, to game alongside so that was a real treat mm-hmm. and he was a lot of fun and there were other people but we had a couple people that paid to be in the game yeah suckers yeah, yeah god bless them and uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, and that was it was for fun. a good cause. The cash went to a good cause. So David had to fill in for his dad because you know, God bless Doug, he's in in the hospital and doing better, and I'm so happy. Uh, David did a great job. I've never had the pleasure of gaming with David, but old Jiggly Bits has always raved about David's mm-hmm. gamesmanship, and I see why. It was it was fun. He kept it interesting. Yep. We had to think outside the box. That was that one. Yeah, think outside the box. Um, so that was, yes, that would have I been. I think that now covers Thursday. Yeah, because then we run our games that evening. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Which we have a secret strategy for that that we probably shouldn't get out, but it's Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday morning. morning. Yeah. And then we're free to party down on Saturday. And I could even maybe see you maybe Saturday midday, but. Yep. Yeah. I we're, agree. We're still refining it, but still. To the perfect schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so Friday we must have done something. Friday morning we play with. Bill 
Barsh. We did. His, and we got Barshed. Yes, we did. But that's what you go. If you're going to go play with Bill, you want to get Barshed. You know? Should we give him the secret information? Or don't should we keep ever, it to ourselves? Ever, ever play a thief. That is correct. I don't think he'll ever own that, but I don't think Bill likes thieves. <laughs> You're not getting a backstab off. I think when, when he was a kid, somebody stole like his lunch money. He's like, I hate thieves. I don't know. Or they backstabbed him. Yeah, they, yeah somebody probably did backstab him. But anyway, and I'm, he probably put the Kung Fu grip on him. Turns out I found this weekend he's an ex-Army Ranger. He's a badass. Yeah, and you you've know. been smarting off to him this whole time. I know, like he could have just idiot. choked you out. He just put the death grip choke on me. But luckily, he's that benevolent, you know. No, we like Bill. Bill, when we got there, he came across the con and was like, guys, you know, I mean, we love Bill. And uh, his son, Ben, I've not had much chance to interact with him, but I've heard good things. And I've had, you know, passing whatever, he seems cool. Yeah, a couple of years back when we had the, uh, I want to say the Wisconsin guys, but I think it was the Michigan guys. Uh Or Minnesota, Minnesota. They could not rave up his games enough no, could not no. say enough good things about well, his games and jiggly bits has, has just sung his praises so anyway. he sings a lot of praises though apparently not necessarily he gives us a lot of crap he sings our praises behind our back i would hope so because to our face he yeah he put he keeps he keeps us humble anyway i kid but um but yeah, so we got to play with Bill, and I we really enjoyed what he ran. Yeah, it was what kill monsters and take their loot, essentially. Mm-hmm. And oh, did you ever did you get the email that showed how where you placed? Yeah, which was incorrect, but oh my, because I thought I, you were soundly in the bottom on that list, but I thought you did better than that. Yeah, I did. Okay, I was only off by a factor of ten. Oh, okay. Oops. There was a zero missing on my score. Oops. Yeah, cause I but I wasn't. It, I wasn't in the top three, mm-hmm. and I wasn't in the bottom three. I'm, so who cares? Yeah, I mean, I was firmly in the middle, and I'm yeah. content with that. And I'm trying to think of how in the heck did Milton get like 864 or something? I'm like, good night. I wonder if little gentleman Jack was involved. Mm-hmm. You know, but anyway. But like, hey, money talks. You know, <laughs> I kid. I kid. But, but yeah. that was a lot of fun. That yeah, was very Diablo esque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just are going through the dungeon, and look, there's a monster. Kill it, collect the cash, and keep going. And I was thinking, like, can we attack each other? Which was asked. And then, yeah, at the end, that start. I was like, you know, that's it's going to end that way, and it did. Which is funny because there was three players left at the end. One of them being me, uh-huh. as the little old wizard. Uh-huh. So I was when they were like, it's PvP time. I was like, oh my. So we're going to eat a couple magic missiles if they don't watch it. Well, they were going to, but I was like, please don't come this way. I have three hit points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to square off with anybody. But, yeah, I was way back at the end of a corridor where I could see if anybody was coming, and they would have ate some magic missiles before they got to me. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but that was a lot of fun. Um, and the one thing that was interesting about that, too, was uh, towards the end, somebody was like, well, I'll just take a knee and run out the clock. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Well, I'm still on the board, so I'm going to press my luck. I have nothing to lose. If I right. turn around and get killed in the next room, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I still keep my treasure. Yeah, but if, but if I loot. had hit the jackpot, mm-hmm. I'd have been in there. Oh, yeah. Well, that was me when my character finally died. Other people went back in for more characters, but when you do, you take a cash penalty. And so I said, well, if I die early, maybe. Like, you died kind of early on in your character, so I was like, you were looking at me like, should I go back? And I said, yeah, go back for another one. And you built back up, as you can see. But like me, I'd gotten pretty far before I died, and I'm like, nope, I'm staying out because I don't want to take that penalty. Yeah, and I would have been pretty high up if I hadn't had to dig out of the pit. Yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, 
it is what it is. But it was a fun game, and I liked the format. I like what he did. And yeah, there wasn't any kind of role playing, but you're not going to get that in a lot of games at a con. There's, in that time spot, you don't get that sort of play. But so if you're going to have just sort of a corridors and doors or whatever, find some way to make it interesting or spicy. And Bill did that, which is brilliant. We fought so. the monster manual. Yeah. Well, I mean, the cool thing was I liked it. It's kind of like an old buddy of mine. Um, I'd be like, hey, man, teach me how to play so-and-so card game. He's like, well, we're paying for money, even if it's like nickels and dimes. I'm like, why? And he goes, it's not worth my time. It's not interesting if I'm not. He's, he has that competitive streak. Like, mm-hmm. you got to make it interesting for me. That's like I remember watching a football game with the guy. He's like, this is boring. I bet, how about you pick a team? I bet you $5 they lose. It, and suddenly he's engaged. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I liked it. It was, it was a competition. It was a friendly competition, but it was competitive. Anyway. So, yeah, a good time, and we're already talking about how we're going to rip it off and do it at the long con. That's how much fun we had. Exactly. We absolutely want to just steal with both hands. And we told him we're going to do that, so it's not like we're we're devious, but we are. And he told us where he stole the idea from, so there you go. And we have his permission to knock it off and do our own version and however we would like. Which is an interesting bit of lore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love stuff like that, the history of... Which it was some, like, oh, yeah, there was a competitive game like this in the 70s yeah. that I used to play. And he was, like, a kid then, like so many of us. And he would help the guy at some con in Michigan set it up each year or whatever. And so that's where he remembered back, like, oh, hey, you know, uh, probably a pleasant little bit of And the style. good thing with that one is it's got to be the easiest thing to run. Mm-hmm. Oh, he pretty much it ran itself, kind of, uh-huh. you know, which was great. He was like, I'm not getting out of my chair. You move your own miniatures, you know. And we once we had he said he said you guys will see it goes fast. Not that it was slow in the beginning, but once we were learning and queuing up for our turn, you were just you, when the one guy standing up to do move to the pull, move his miniature, you're already kind of getting out of your chair to come over, and because about the time he's like, I do this, I do this, and I sit back down. Or yeah, it was the where I said it's like the, what's the fine line between a board game and an RPG. Yeah. So it was right on it. If yeah. I, I almost can't think how it could have been any less RPG and more board game, just because those lines have been so blurred right now. Well, like we were talking about, we could you could have busted out Hero Quest and kind of done do, the same thing, done something very similar, which is not a bad idea. Hero Quest is neat. And then as we'll get to, Torg had so many pieces. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, isn't this in a way now a board game? But but we'll get there. We'll get there. What did you run on Friday? Friday night is when I did, uh, traditionally at Archon and at InterRPG for some years now, my tradition is I run a tournament funnel in DCC, MCC, whatever, on Friday night. Yeah. So Unfortunately, ran, no one won. Yeah. I uh, I ran Apotheosis, which is one I had done some years ago. Oh, um, you didn't run one of mine? No. You no. Know, do you have any funnels for DCC or MCC? Yeah. That are in a tournament format? Yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, what you were thinking was that's funny. <laughs> that's that's Gary Oliver trying to call, but anyway, I'll talk to you in a minute, Gary. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, the yeah that apotheosis had a fun time. I had Levi Combs in that. Uh, I had uh, Skeeter Green. I had the Lilies. Um, I had Moses and his friend Mark. This is where Mark was in that game. I had a, a, a fellow named Joe. I had Paul, who is probably going to be our new friend. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Um, like I said, a fellow named Joe. And maybe, was it Sam? But anyway, yeah. Great table of people. They had a lot of fun. I've always wanted to do a real true DCC funnel tourney. And you know what I mean by that? 
You don't. I have no idea. Yeah. So historically, at a big con, everybody wants to play with Brendan LaSalle or you know, whoever. And so, or they want to be in his game. Well, uh, so you don't want to turn anybody away, but you don't want that table that's 10 and 12 and 30 players. Well, like I've always allowed eight in a funnel because funnels didn't have a lot of rules. Your characters don't. Oh, are you going to say the one that you can actually rotate people in yeah, and out? Exactly. So I, I had enough people asking, can I get in? Can I get in? I said, come to the game. And if I see enough people extras, I'll, I asked the table, I said, does anybody mind? Please speak up. I'll shut this down. You paid for your spot. If you're going to hate the idea that you get ejected from your seat for a second, we will not do this. Everybody was like, yeah, I'm good with it. In the past, I put that in the description, but it never happened. I didn't put it in the description, so I felt like... See, I'll say, I'll go the other way, and I kind of secretly like it when some one person doesn't show up, mm -hmm. just so you can, instead of having six, you get five, because that's just a little bit sweeter for your normal, average, non-funnel, oh. non-turny, blah, 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 blah. You know, a typical home game, I want four to six players. Mm -hmm. I, and you hate to turn anybody away, but you allow that seventh, you diminish everyone's fun. Was it worth letting one more in who gets to have some fun, everybody else doesn't have near... Anyway, yeah, I think we've had this discussion. But needless to say, a funnel is so easy and quick turnover, and it's just the way I build them. I don't mind eight players. So I had about three other people that were spectating. So the people were rotating in. As, like if you died, you'd step out and someone would get in. So I told everybody, like, kind of keep your dice maybe handy or in your tray because, you know, you'd kind of be standing there, and they don't reach in and grab their next zero. So everybody had a great time. And in fact, a lot of people said they liked that whole, you know, in and out or, or whatever. But, yeah, our big winners was Skeeter Green took first place. Which, Never heard of him. Yeah. And then uh, Moses was second, I believe, and, and his friend Mark was third. Mm -hmm. And so it's funny. Two of the winners were actually the people that were, like, spectators or whatever. Oh, cool. But everybody won because we all had a, a really great time. Everybody won because they got to play with you, Matt. Oh, whatever. But it, it really was neat that at the end of it um, – the lilies were like, you know, is this published? And I'm like, no, this is something I wrote. And they're like, you should put it out there. And I'm like, meh. And they were like, come on. And then um, when I posted it on NTRPG, our old bud David Beatty was like, hey, what did you run? I was like, I ran, you know, my thing or whatever. So, I mean, I think he was like, hey, I'm curious, what, what funnel did you use? And I'm like, he's thinking one of the published ones. But anyway, we had a great time. Soon to be published, maybe. I'd love that. The secret files, the that secret projects time. of the No Class RPG podcast. Yeah. And in that slot, you were in the same room, way over in the corner running. Wonderfully, yes. Wonderfully, I was far, far away from Matt. Yeah. So Are that you saying my voice carries? So that people could hear me and get into the get into the enjoyment of their game. Not be distracted by all the wildness at my table, the howling. All the, yeah, just cacophony of noise and sound. We were howling at my table. The weeping. Yeah, and one of my guys howled back, if you remember. I know. I love that. I was like, yeah. I wanted to throw him a luck token. He wasn't even in my game. You should have, because we were doing fleeting luck. I used fleeting luck in Maw Maw and in uh, Apotheosis. And people, when I say, I'm using fleeting luck, you get like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Love, That's cheating. They love fleeting luck. That's almost like performance enhancing uh, drugs for GMs. Right, There's right. fleeting luck. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I was interested before, but now I'm excited, you know, yeah. So we had some wonderful fleeting luck in Carnage in the Casino. Some brilliant alliteration. Who wrote that? Yours truly. What? The most talked about module on this podcast. <laughs> well, if it's that talked about, it seems like why is it? Got, it's got a lot of uh, 
word of mouth or whatever. It's got a lot of good buzz, but it's all from me. Wasn't even Lou like, hey, let me help you, you know, yeah. refine so, that. Because so it needs refinement, I'm sure. But. No, everybody was like, you should publish this immediately, and I'm As serious. And they were like, I had some people say, you know, talk to Reed Sanfilippo because this one's so America, mm-hmm. which is, that was a real feather in my cap. I was highly honored by that comment because that's what I was shooting for, that it would fit into that type of world yeah. without the food. Yeah. But it actually does have food. It's just not food puns. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I mean, punishment. Like, but pretty much if there's not like a cake or a cucumber trying to kill you, it's not, it's not America. Yeah. I have friendly food. Yeah, exactly. But, I, but that's what I told you. At least you got the whole food. You at least one food involved trap mechanism or something. You probably squeeze by, you know, but I had a, Montana and my game too, and yeah. Lou Alu, mm-hmm. and a couple of guys that had played it before, which always blows my mind. Mm-hmm. When, but I, because I know you've got a, a certain lockdown on some people that will play yours over and over. I've got my uh, <clears throat> lilies, uh-huh. but when somebody will come Hello. back for another round of my this exact same game, that's flattering. That always blows my mind. Like yeah. I'd have people come back to Death House again, and I'm like. Why? You've played this twice already. You know, and yeah. then these guys came back and played it again, and I'm like, well, thanks. And they had a good time. And one of the guys apparently is a uh, artist that does a bunch of 3D stuff and oh. builds 3D models. Oh, wow. So he's like, I would like to help you do the cover for this module. Five laughter by. So I was like, oh, my. That's, that's just cool. incredible. So No, that's you should be very flattered. Very high praise. Yeah. But for... Uh, I don't know, for all you uh, amateur GMs out there, I thought this one was going to end up taking about an hour. I'm sitting over there sweating it. So I was sweating it a bit. I was like, oh, my God, this is scheduled for four hours, and it's going to end up taking maybe an hour. Mm -hmm. And then we finally hit the part where it slows down a little bit as the combats start coming in and making it take a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. But we had a really good time with that. They did not get anywhere near as in-depth because – the last time I ran it at NTRPG, it took six hours. Wow. And people were just hanging on it. They were like, no, tell us the next part, and let's keep going. If there's any, you know, like, well, we didn't get into that one back broom closet. We really want to get in there. And I'm like, oh, there? my God. Yeah. But this one was really well-received, too. So, I mean, it's been hit or miss. It's got to find its crew. And you did some work on this coming in this year. Like, you took... The, the previous product and refined it a little it bit. It keeps yeah. getting polished and polished and polished. Mm-hmm. And really, if you knew how little of it was written at points, mm-hmm. you'd be like, what is wrong with you? No, I'd be thinking that's, you know, me. A lot of times I work from he- bullet yeah, but points. But yeah, some but of it's... not like you. You want to write a novel and I work from bullet points. If I'm writing the module, then yeah, it gets more wordy. Like, okay, wrap up that description a little bit. Yeah. But there were places where it's like, this is a jewelry store. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it actually has a real honest-to-God description now. Awesome. And I think I put in a few laughs in there because I want it to be sort of lighthearted. Yeah. So I definitely think, well, I guess it's easy to say that it's improving. It's gotten, It just keeps getting better and better. So it's taken a long time to get anywhere, mm-hmm. but at least it's improving as it's yeah, well, sitting no. on the shelf. Just keep that gems more lustrous. And talking about the, the lilies, which I love, and apotheosis, the next day they came up to me and they said, hey, just consider this. And what they suggested, I thought about it more, and I'm like, that's brilliant. And I took that kernel, and I thought about it more, and I found a way to really even to improve apotheosis, one part of it that's kind of like, it's good, but this, I was like, wow, that's great now. So, hey, thanks again, Jason and the boys. I'm going to incorporate some of the stuff y'all talked about. That's that's brilliant. That, that's good stuff. Thank you. Keep it coming. 
Well, there was one in, uh, to go back to the mansion, yeah. where they find the old doll. Oh, yeah. And you did some wild stuff with the doll. And they got, done. they got interested in the doll and actually came back to it. And I pretty much had made a off-the-cuff D6 table of what that doll looks like to you, oh. that the appearance changes, because you'd written in a real good description of it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, it'd be even more interesting if it looked different it for other left. people. Yeah, yeah Like the doll looks at you like, you're dirty scum, but then to other people, it looks like a normal doll or it mm-hmm. inspires them and stuff like that. And it's like, what's wrong with your character? And it did make you, even for a con game, think about what your backstory might be with that character. What was his deep, dark secret that this doll knows? This doll peers into your soul. Well, that's like in the, the shadow knows. There's the one hill that I always describe that there's a face on the side of it. And as the party gets closer, I say the face looks like one random player or whatever. And it's funny. It, it was Mark who ended up taking third place or whatever. And he looked like, what? You know, and everybody's like, you know, so yeah, I love little touches like that. It adds that, gonzo weird kind of you know which i like that but so we both had some fine wonderful games so far up to this point had a lot of fun a lot of high energy good reaction yeah which other than talking about all the drinking and drunken discussions we had i guess we'll move on to saturday morning yeah i just put out there pretty much every evening the day ended with us with uh Beverages, Beverage, libations. I was going to say libations and, and debauchery. No, not debauchery, but just bunch, a bunch of old grognards talking about games and gaming in general. While We have a very sad definition of debauchery, if yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. D- taking in copious amounts of, you know, uh, uh, you were gonna say, beverages. Yeah. Potato yeah. water. Potato water and uh, hops and barley. Yeah. Our games were, they slapped. Yeah. For the kids out there, now? they slapped. They slapped. Our game they were slapping. slapping. All right, slappy Jenkins. All right, who did you slap on Saturday? On Saturday, we ran in the morning time, and it was Barbarians of the Ruined Earth. And Papa John apparently has been listening to us and was like, man, you guys make that sound like the, the stuff. He finally got to play. Luckily, it lived up to the hype. Yeah, you know, because he, he is a, uh, uh, a tough customer. But, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I, I think he would agree with that. But no, he ended up apparently he was pleasantly pleased. You know, he, you know, it lived up to the hype. And of course, I had the lilies, and you know, they had fun. And I had, I was so tickled. I got to game with Matt and Ian, and they were a lot of fun as usual there. But it's funny; those guys can be kind of over the top sometimes. And in some games, that won't work. But in Barbarians, it was a perfect fit. I basically was like, "Hey, you guys, y'all's normal shtick." Pull out the stops, take the lid off, you know, take a big snort. Yeah, go go crazy here because it's Saturday morning cartoons. And so at one point, like, Matt's playing an urchin, and he jumps into a vehicle and somehow with Gus's Tigeroid Beastman, like, throws, they throw the people out, like, kick them out and throw them out of the, the doors or whatever, and they take their place. And the hellbillies in the back of the... the vehicle are freaking out and they're driving erratically and doing Tokyo drift trying to fling them out which they did and then so you know Matt's like I want to do a thing where I I spin around the other vehicle and I do a 360 or 180 and I end up in front of them bumper to bumper and I'm like all right sure why not I mean other games I'd go no but in that I'm like all right let's see like a dex test and so he got to do this high flying freewheeling crazy cinematic fast and furious Tokyo drift kind of yeah. So anyway, they had they had fun with it. I did too. And then on the other table, there was the opposite. There was death and doom, and cautious play. 
Because that was... Because that is Lamentations of the Flame Princess, Tower of the Stargazer. Which, as I said, Lamentations was the first OSR that really brought the weird before we had discovered DCC. Mm -hmm. And uh, old Raggy's kind of gone out there now, and I still want my damn, what is it, reference book that was from Indiegogo. So shame on you, sir. But I will say... There was some really good stuff at the beginning before it just went way like, out to the what? shock factor. You tell me to take it down. I'm going to take it even further. Yeah, this is magical. That's magical. You know. Whatever. Yeah. So, I that's one of those games kind of have a love hate relationship, kind of like me and Matt. <laughs> but it's I always have fun running those few mods that that I kind of like. I have two or three that I'm going to hit in a rotation and I always have a good time running those (laughs) and I always end up talking to people the longest after I run a lamentations mod. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. People want to have a more conversation about that. They want to talk about lamentations in general. They want to go, Hey, have you ever read this module or that module or this crazy thing or that crazy thing? Mm -hmm. Or I like how you ran this and you kept the mood like it should be. So, yeah, that's a real careful game. Again, I played with Paul on that one. Um, Kent was the one that I talked to the most. So it creates a lot of discussion when we're playing Lamentations. That's one that we have a good time with. And that's another one where you have to have the right mindset. Going into a con, you've got to find the people that want to play chess instead of checkers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy. And I almost think in my descriptions, I should just put on all my modules or something, unless it's a Barbarians that's like careful, thoughtful, old school type feel. Yeah. So people know it up front what they're getting. Yeah, because you said that there were some people that probably still could appreciate your gamesmanship and adventure, but seeing it's 5th edition, they had it in their head. Right. This was this, and and, I, and not, not to disparage 5th edition, but it seems like, there's a certain play style that's engendered now with fifth edition where it's like, okay, maybe I should make generalizations, but still people want to run and kick in the door and scream and holler. But and, go to this. If know. if you were doing Barbarians mm-hmm. and you were doing Temple of Elemental Evil or something or, crap, what's the other really famous one for just killing people? Tomb of Horrors. Tomb of Horrors or something. And you're like, hey, it's Tomb of Horrors, but it's uh, Barbarians. People are going to be like, wee, Barbarians, and they'll be dead in five minutes. Sure, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I guess the game system does set the expectation some maybe yeah for good or bad so, so i won't i won't be smirch fifth edition no, no, and I'm as not. just that no no and it, it cuz i i try not to make generalizations but what i would say is ultimately you've got the right idea that in the description say this is a game that will reward thoughtful players might be that you know yep you know this this game this this adventure demands a more methodical approach and when i want people to just kick in the door then i'll go this is barbarians and woo yeah so good times was had by all by lamentations. I made a few more believers. I told him to make sure not to buy any of his products. Yeah, he is the devil. He's a bad man. Mm. Where's my book? Yeah, I thought it was books. I thought it was like one of everything or something you kickstarted. No, it was the uh, referee book oh, that was okay. supposed to come out. He, I think he gave himself like a ten year deadline or something a crazy. Ten year deadline, and then he missed it. And it, there's no book. In the foreseeing, in the coming future, there's no promise of a book, and there's definitely a promise of no refund. Uh What a shitbird. That's how I feel about it. But hey, let's talk about something fun. Fun, 
What did we do after this game? We went off to another game and had a great time with our buddy John Watson. Yes, indeed. Who is a celebrity. Absolutely. Especially in the world of Torg Eternity. Torg Eternity. Yep, he has written a lot of content for them. I'm trying to remember what that adventure... Oh, Race for the Scarab. Race for the Scarab. We played with him. It was fun. And like you said, there's getting to be sort of more of a, a, a thin line between RPGs and board games in that there was different decks and there's tokens and uh, a, a, lot of, a lot of moving parts. But it's interesting. They broke down what would be, okay, it's not combat. You've got to get out of the trap, this death trap or something. Well, there's, it's, it's procedural. So it's like you got to accomplish part A and part C and part D and certain people will be caught upon for certain skill checks or whatever and to accomplish it without TPK. I think we were the first group that he's ever like, I've never seen this, but I think you guys are about to TPK on the skill challenge or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. But luckily, if you want to play it, you'll probably get a chance at the Long Con this year. The Long Con. Uh, Watson is going to be one of our guests. Definitely a good friend of the con. He's been there since he came to the very first one. He was came all the way from Dallas. Just a good guy all, no, all around. I can't say guy. enough nice things about him. And he brought Sean Roberson with him the first year, and Sean's a great guy. You know, yeah, and is, that's about the time that we're really getting turned on to Savage Worlds. Absolutely, yeah. So, but I mean, actually, he brought Sean with him the very first long con. Did you know that? They were in they were in my Friday night uh, tournament, the very first DCC Friday. I night think that's more of like. I knew he was there, but it, I didn't know who it well, was. No, I was going to say, sadly, at that time, I didn't know who he was, but definitely I knew I played with him. He's a great guy now, and we learned some years ago, oh, Sean Roberson, you know what I mean? But he's, he's a, they're both super great guys, but uh, John's great, and we appreciate him, and we had fun with the game, and we're glad that he let us uh, get, get another chance to play. We weren't down to play a lot of games at the con, because we just figured we need to be available at our booth or to, you know, interact with people as special guests or whatever. But, um, but no, it was, I had a lot of fun in that game. Yep. And then after that, we were off to the raffle mm-hmm. and then we were off to the bar and then we were off to the raffle that you don't talk about. Mm-hmm. The midnight shim sham. Yep. 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 It's interesting how it gets to almost like a carnival atmosphere on yep. late Saturday night at the con, you know. And then I stayed up too late, mm-hmm. and then Matt stayed up way too, too late. late. And there's a reason why we don't ever, ever play or run games on Sunday. Right. there's no way. Right. Especially now, we used to come like on what, Friday? Then we came on Thursday. Well, now we come on Wednesday. By Sunday, definitely, my noodle is so fried. But I do feel like on Wednesday, somebody loaded us, loaded us into a cannon and shot us to Sunday morning. Because it just went by that fast. Yeah, it really does. But flying flies are having fun. And I'm telling you, I look forward to this con all year long. It's a highlight, you know. And uh, it's, you know, so thank you to Doug and Mike, Gary, Brian, David, everybody involved that helps out. There are other people. Um, yeah, Chris Fuller, I think, Chris, was one of the guys I saw and, around and a lot. Marshall. The names that you don't. Yeah. It's kind of like people didn't know, who's Gary? Yeah, some, and then it's like, some Weisenheimer's like, who's Gary? And he's like, he's secret weapon ninja master of but it takes a lot of people to keep that running successfully so thank you to the guys that are even further behind the scenes we remember you and we're appreciating you you. we appreciate you guys definitely but again another great year a lot of fun it's good to see the numbers back Uh, one thing i heard more than anything the whole weekend it's great to game in person again Say which will. I know some people probably might embrace it, love it, think it's the best thing ever, online gaming. But I'm just telling you, for me and a lot of other people, that's the thing is 
in-person gaming. It's just, yeah. So, if you had to give this con an overall score the whole weekend, what would you give it? A solid 9 out of 10. Oh, I was going to do uh, ABC, but no, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Now, out of like previous cons, mm-hmm. in the pantheon of great NTRPGs, where do you think you rate this one? Just towards the top or the middle of the pack? or Number one. This was the best one you've ever been to. NTRPG is the best con. I've been to a lot of cons. But out of all the NTRPGs you've been to, 2021 20, oh. is ranked just towards the top, towards the bottom, towards the middle of the pack. You know, Towards the top, you say? I will say, in lieu of someone trying to pick a fight with me, <laughs> I was going to say this con. Uh, no, no, no. I still, this, this one's in the top three. Fist fight. This one's, a, yeah, fist fight. A top five. I'll say in the top three. I mean, top three for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I can agree me. with that, too. Yeah. Probably you'll never be able to beat the first one that we went to oh, just because no, no, we no. had an outrageously fantastic time and we discovered you, you, it. You always remember your first time. Right on. Yeah. But, I mean, but it's so great. I mean, last year we were considered special guests, but in the time of the COVID, yeah, I, you know, we felt special. But but now, I mean, to be asked again to be special guests when it's not so much just like a kind of a, eh, we're hard up for guests. Come on, guys. You know what I mean? No, we're incredibly flattered, yeah. and it was... So we will be expecting right. that every year from now on, uh, or we will have our hearts broken. So yeah. if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> ball's in your court. But yeah, again, uh, we we see people that come to our long con that hadn't been to NTRPG that we've been telling them since day one, you got to go to NTRPG. It is a blast. This is where we learned, we cut our teeth and learned a lot of what we do. And so uh, definitely... Uh, we people finally came and, and availed themselves like, you know, our buddy Alan McCoy um, and Jonathan Thompson. I saw him there, you know, and some other ones that were like, oh, man, this is the, the stuff. And I'm like, we've been telling you. Yeah, you know? a bunch of our people and a bunch of our vendors mm-hmm. were up there because Doug had poached them yeah. at Long Con Spring. And that's like uh, Herbert and uh, what's his name? I feel his Which I jokingly say because we stole everything that we could from them. Yeah, we, it, 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 fair fair steal from us. We stole so much from them. But this is yeah. that really feels good now, though. Yeah. To be like now we're big enough that we can push some of this stuff their way, and, and we're glad to share. I mean, but it's good that some of our people that I've never known them to go to NTRPG went this year to see them there, and people wearing our shirts and hats, and that was kind of cool. Um. But yeah, oh, and we saw, like I said, Tom Wilson is another person that we saw this year. It was good to see Tom, and he's got he's got Thoey Games. He's got a lot of good stuff. But yeah, anyway, just there's so many people. That, if I forgot somebody, please forgive me, but it was so good to see all of our many friends there and just good people and fun to game with, you know, and can't yeah. say enough good things about NTRPG. And I'll throw out another one to Lou Alou with his uh, – Dare Luck. Dare Luck Club. Club. Yeah. So. Which I, I got to hold the book. It was at Ben's table and kind of rifled through, skimmed it. It's it's a gorgeous book. It's well, really, I own the book now. Oh, really? So, oh, ha, ha. I can't wait to play it then. I don't think I got it signed yet, but that's something that Lou will have to hook me up with you in the future. Sign that. That's just how amateur. freaking busy I was. Yeah, yeah. We both were. It was the craziest thing. It didn't seem like we did that much, but we were busy, 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 busy. Yeah. Well, a couple of times I'll tell myself I'm, I had to go take a nap because, you know, I'm up so That's late. important work, too. Well, yeah, absolutely. you got to keep yourself healthy. Hydrate, nourish, you know, enough rest because you don't get the con crud, you know. Don't get the con crud. All right. And you don't just get con crud. You get podcast crud if mm-hmm. they drag on too long. <laughs> yeah. So you about ready to? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's, uh. 
Let's bury this thing. Let's put an axe in the head of that little zero-level peasant. So, once again, fantastic time. Great con. Go check out NTRPG if you haven't yet. But I can tell by the clock on the wall that we're all out of hit points. Ah.